Daggy and Beaver with you for Show Us Your Tips. Cup Week's here, Beaver. Cup Week is here. Derby Day and Cup Week. Very exciting. So, the big week ahead. We've got three, four shows coming up this week. Yes. We've got a Derby Day preview today. We have Sunday night we'll do the runner-by-runner runner Melbourne Cup preview for everyone, as well as the full card for the big dance and the Melbourne Cup card. What do we got next? Oaks Day on Thursday. So Wednesday night we'll have a show. And Friday we'll have Champions Day. So... What a week. Yeah. Plenty of punning to get into. Not much sleep ahead of us. So no. uh, should be good, but we uh, we kick off excited. What's going on? Yeah, very excited. It's uh how can you not be when leading into Cut Week, an interesting race and we'll we'll preview that and uh, overseas horses are here and mm. as are the locals, but uh, keen to see what lies ahead. But some great racing tomorrow. Um, and really looking forward to see how some of those races pan out with some of the best horses uh, around uh Fighting it out. Definitely. We've got, uh, yeah, 10 races in Sydney and nine in Melbourne to get through. Just a quick plug for progroupracing.com.au. Check them out for uh, everything going on there with the Spring Carnival, as well as some tips uh, during the week as well. How'd you go yesterday? I haven't had a look. Wednesday? Thursday. Uh, yeah. Thursday, yesterday. Uh, a bit mixed, I think. It was a bit of a mixed day. Um, it was a bit tricky, but yep. uh, I think there was a couple of winners in there, but uh, nothing to write home about, unfortunately. Yeah, a couple today. At, um, I found a couple out at Wagga and the Valley, so we'll see how they go as well to build a bit of bank for tomorrow. That article's up on progetracing.com.au. And uh, let's get into it. Let's get into Cup Week. Flemington, where it is a heavy eight at the moment. I saw a report saying it's not uh, given there's just been so much rain, it hasn't drained as it generally would at Flemington, so... Yeah, wet track. We're going to be dealing with a wet track all week, it looks like. So we'll keep an eye on that. The rail is true. Uh, and I guess we'll see how it plays. I was impressed how Uni Valley played last week. So hopefully we get similar at Flemington. Any thoughts on how it might play out? Oh, look, I think you're probably going to favour a little bit coming down the middle of the track, is my guess. Yeah. Um, that's where you want to be. Um, you probably can win on the pace, but uh, finishing on down the middle or getting to the better part of the going is where you're going to want to be. Yep. We kick off with the traditional kickoff, the Carbine Club Stakes, the mile for the three-year-olds, a group three. Beaver, how are you starting off? Yeah, a bit surprised by the, the way the market's lined up here um, with Pungo being the favourite. Um, I'm going for Tijuana. I just At the $4.20, we've got a horse here that has ran less than a length in a group one behind Golden Mile last start. One are group two um, as favourite the start before at Valley. Flemington ran third behind Berkeley Square in a listed race and third in a, a group three behind Jacquinot. Like, that is outstanding form for a race like this where it's up against the midweek maiden winner. Um, obviously, they've got big wraps on it and, and maybe it is a good horse. But for me, um, at the $4.20 mark, I'm going for the, the proven group one horse. Yeah, fair call. I actually, I, I'm with the, the maiden winner though. I um, I was with the again. I straight away got rid of the Gothic Stakes, which was the the sandpaper lead up. So I was left with uh, Tijuana, as you said, and uh, what was the other one here? Well, what I had in mind actually was Redina being the horse targeted for this, and its twenties at the moment was hoping for a dry track. I think it'd really improve on a dry track being a reduced choice, but. Uh, the logic I've put together here is that J-Mac must be on the number one seed for Waller, which is Pungo. Uh, outdoor Mile looks perfectly set up. He's, Waller's won this race, I think, three of the last six or seven runnings. So he knows which horse to come to come down with. And I think uh, it's going to run well here. You've summed up El uh, Tijuana perfectly. And the other two Wallers uh, are here to run well as well. Lindemann at a big price. Redina I mentioned, but I was hoping for dry. 
and what a deal did beat home Redina last time and Zoe's promise came out and won really well at Moonyvale last week. So I think that form does stack up. So I'm, I'm with Team Waller in the first, uh, as you've, you've made a great case for the alternatives though there. The Archist, Lexus Archer Stakes is the Group 3 2,500 metres for the last crack into the cup. And, well, they're all here again, Beaver. Who have you got on top? Yeah, I've gone for Surefire on top. I think it was a very nice run last start. Um, only just run over at the top, but I still think it was going pretty well on the line. Probably got to the front a little bit early there um, and was left a sitting shot by Emissary, who's flying. Um, yeah, I think this sets up perfectly here in a, in a reasonably average field with uh, uh, maybe Realm of Flowers as the main danger. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to sort of zig when I should zag in this race, but I've gone with Realm of Flowers. I, he was way uh, wide the whole way and very brave in yeah, that job. Uh, beat home Durston, who we know has since come out and won a Caulfield Cup and uh, was very good there. Has been a while between between drinks, which is the concern. Yep. We're just going different form. I think that form is quite good. Surefire, look at um, – it gets J-Mac now, uh, keeps J-Mac and was a great run, as you said last time, but uh, they're all just tied to each other now. Surefire interpretation and Macram, um, they're all chances. Uh, so I was just going away from them. A different form as much as anything. What did you do for a leg run? It was anyone I couldn't get my head around here. Yeah, look, I, I found that hard to get a bit of a leg up on as well. It, you know, it was well back in the field last start and kind of never improved much before that. Um, good win at, at Ranwick. Um, look, I just think the other horse is going a little bit better at the moment. Yeah, fair call. Uh, I, yeah, it goes in the early quarter, but I don't quite know. I don't think I'll be backing it. The Rising Fast Stakes is the Group 3 1,200 metres race, three up the straight. Uh, well, I don't mind. This is a betting race. I think there's two main chances. Generation has been there or thereabouts coming through some good stuff. Chased us for last time. Uh, now gets J-Mac, just as importantly. And it has to run well here and should – the map actually sets up perfectly. Not a great deal of pressure. Uh, from Gravina, who was a nice win last time, broke through. Uh, gets William Buick on board, which can't be a bad thing. And I think the wet suits as well. Absolute wet tracker in a Sebring there. So at the $8, I, I really like the price. I think you can back both of them and be fairly comfortable. What have you done here? Yeah, same, same. I think you're, you're on track here and your assumption's good. I've gone for Gravina instead on top. But I just think down the straight, I think it'll really suit this horse. I think it can sit off the speed, uh, like the price. And I love the way it hit the line last yeah. start. Um, I wasn't with it last start and... Uh, yeah, just sat off the pace and when it got the gap, it put a space mm -hmm. in them and it was going as good as anything on the line. So I don't think the straight track presents any problems. And um, again, it beat tri Triple Missile home last start. So I just don't actually understand, again, the price difference. Triple Missile got well back and finished hard. But if you look at it, the line, Gravina was going just as good. Yep. Um, so it's on top for me. Beautiful. The Wakeful is up next, 2,000 metres for the Phillies, Group 2. I, um, I've i got Pavitra on top here. I thought it was pretty good leading up the uh, Renaissance woman and Chloe's, what's it, Foxy Cleopatra last time. Just nabbed late, gets Josh Parr now on her leader, which is uh, a tick, and I think it's going to roll along and give you a nice sight. The weather is not necessarily better for it. I probably, I'm hoping it does dry out a little bit before then. Uh, so Dazzling has had the kill at Flemington a couple back in the wet uh, and was strong there. Went for the tick over at Newcastle where it was slow out, but hit the line well. I think 2,000 metres, perfect. And you've always got to be wary of John Sargent with the Phillies. Uh, and maybe Zanzella 
has a lot of upside. Looked um, a class above what it beat last time. You look at me like you're about to just say everything I just said. Um, particularly the, the latter part. Yep. I went for So Dazzling and Zenzella. Mm-hmm. I thought they were the two um, at the odds at 8 and $10 that could run a really nice race. Um, exactly with uh, So Dazzling, it's, uh, it's had the run at Flemington and won well and come back to Newcastle. So um, I think the 2000 suits it. And you're right with the upside on Zenzella. It gets gets J-Mac. Um, was really good last start at, at Pakenham. Uh, sat on pace and put a gap in them. I think it can run really well as, as well. So that'd be the two I'm playing. Uh, maybe so dazzling slightly in front of Zenzella, but uh, backing both. I'm keen on the prices on all three I mentioned, actually. I think they're all yeah. quite – quite you can cover all of them and uh, get a result there. The Linlithgow Stakes is up next to Group 2. Over the 1,400 metres, you, found, you were very keen on Turath last time out. As uh, I just get notification that Loft has been scratched from the Melbourne Cup. So there you go. How about that? Oh, dear. Yeah. So I guess Jay Mac needs a ride now. <laughs> Spit though, back to the 1400 metres. What uh, who are you tipping? Back to the 1400 metres here and uh, two wrath for me again. Um, no reason to, to go away from it. Uh, third up here, I think it'll be even more improved. Um, it was a good run last start. Got further back than I thought it would in, in that run and. Uh, Hit the, hit the line quite nicely uh, from the three gate here. Buick can get it into a lovely position and with natural improvement uh, on top for me. Yeah, well, the two I was going to talk about have been scratched. So uh, left with Turath on top. The other horse I want to make a quick case for is Ironclad. A uh, couple of not much happening runs at the end of last prep, uh, but the trials have been fantastic coming. He did win fresh last prep last time. Mm. And I think he's a talented horse. Might want it drier. But, um, yeah, this should be a real knockout chance around the 15 bucks. It was the other one I found here. But I'm left with Turath on top with, I assume, Jimmy going up to Sydney again. Yeah. Quite a the, kick the Inferno, The Inferno's yeah, racing just, its weakest just, field for a long I time. Know, I know. Um, but I'm just sick of it. Like, yeah, me too. But I, I just thought, you know, um, could be uh, could be a smoky uh, back in a weaker grade company. Yeah. Uh, we get to the first of the group ones, kicking off the quaddy. The three-year-old Coolmore Stud Stakes up the straight here. Beaver, what have, What are your thoughts? It's a wee ripper, isn't it? It is a wee ripper. Is uh, very, 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 very good race and uh, super hard to line line up. Not sure which part of the track. Maybe the outside might be the go. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've gone for Cool and Gatter. Okay. Um, third up here. I think the the straight track might really suit this horse. And uh, just going off the back of it, it's it's. Beat Bella Nipotina, um, who's flying at the moment. And then prior to that, uh, in the group two, was pretty close up behind Rothfire. I think he can run really, really well. Uh, third up here. Uh, it's drawn well enough, so got it on top. Uh, and the clear main dangers is probably In Secret and Jackano as well. They've got a powerful finish and um, we'll be having last last shot at them here. So just thought Coolangatta might sneak away and the others might find it hard to run him down. I have got Jackano on top. I do not want a heavy track. I've got a bit of a concern now if it's staying in that range. But I thought the run in the Everest was great. Uh, digging back through inside there, hit the line well. I think that's top form. I think the outside of the track suits, as you've said. And he's going to run well here. I think it's the best horse. It's going to be hard to beat. From in secret, uh, who that's tied, they're tied together, will run well. Uh, and does have J-Mac. So you've got to respect it. Uh, and there'll be a few others... 
in that are going to Quaddy, um, likes of Buenos Noches and even something yep. uh, right outside the market. Uh, you can I could see something the Great Barrier Reef even improving at a big price, but um, and Grand Impact's a horse I've always an opinion of in terms of quaddies, but uh, one from I am sticking with the the A Grade Four, one from fifteen predominantly. Second of the Group Ones is the two thousand five hundred meter Derby, and good race again. I am again the wet track is perhaps a concern, but I'm sticking with Berkeley Square. I think it's close to the best three-year-old, at least over a distance down there. It was a great win last time. And watching it back, that was soft through the line. I think only really got wound up late and uh, hit the line well. Has everything covered coming out of that race. Is going to be very hard to beat here. From Smart and Sharp, who has obvious claims uh, in his different form line. And again, I'll throw in uh, Muramasa and Manzois to, into the quarter because I think they're both big prices and might be a, a different alternative you know, race where a lot of these, I think, are going to be struggling out to the 2,500 metres. And the one bet I've actually had in this race is I've backed your horse, uh, Distrustful Water Ready at the price. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I think the, the two in the market are the two to be looking at. Uh, Berkeley Square and Sharp and Smart, they do have the different form lines. I thought the same as you. Berkeley Square was was strong to the line last start. Um, still seemed to be working into it at that time. The extra distance looks right up its alley. The track conditions won't hurt. Um, so I've got it marginally on top again in front of Sharp and Smart, who was caught wide last start and just kept finding and, and still um, just kept coming on the line. I, I can't see that it's um, it won't run the distance. So definitely, definitely the main danger, and certainly I'd be throwing in distrustful award into exotics. I think it can run well. Um, would like to see the track a little bit better condition for it, but uh, yeah, that's the way I've seen the race. Yeah, all through this form, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I had factored in a better track than a heavy, so fingers crossed it plays that way. Uh, the third group one is the Empire Rose for the girls. Wait for age over the mile. What have you done here, um, Elliot? Please do not back Ice Bath. Yes, please, Elliot, for once. But he will because he'll be really even happier <laughs> oh, because of the wet. price. Oh. Um, but, yeah, um, good luck to him. Uh, more money than me. Um, I'm going for the favourite, La Creek. Um, <coughs> I thought it was uh, – I thought this just sets up perfectly for it. J-Mac goes on board. Um, it just looked a really good quality horse um, in its last start, Group 1 win. Uh just, just brained him. Just jumped on the pace. Uh, similar, similar here, and um, it's just too good for these. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't so sure at the price, <coughs> taking a you know, two dollars fifty in a field like this, but maybe he's just a good horse. <coughs> uh, as I slowly depart this uh, mortal realm, uh, but I'm keen on a few, um, few at a price. Uh, I think uh, Palasapan's going really well. Um, stuck back to the inside there on a swooper's day uh, behind Chain of Lightning. Going to run well drawn out, and I've gone for the wide gates as well. Big price, Exolita will run well. Um, again, back to the inside, I think about to the mile suits in its 30s. And Yearning, finally drawn outside, can come down the middle of this track and his 20s. I think it's now third up, two a mile's perfect. Probably do want it drier as well, but it's 20 to 1 as well. Uh, they're the three, I'm, I'm keen to bet. Keen to play, and I'll sh- I'll throw Shalo into my quaddy at fifties too. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Sick of all the other Sydney horses. Uh, race nine, the Furfy Sprint, 
1100 meters. I spent three minutes on this race. I saw Asfura was in it. I said Asfura will win and I moved on to Rose Hill. What do you do? Uh, pretty similar. Um, looks super hard to beat here. Um, I've certainly got it on top. Um, should be suited flying at the moment. Loves the straight. Probably should be three from three in this and uh, can run well. Uh, looking for a couple of others. Nim. Nejmati can run well, I think, as well. And Shellstar down the outside. I think it's um, it's a nice little price. Yeah, again, wet's the concern for Nejmati, so it may not be here. Um, do you want to give us the Derby Day Quaddy? The Derby Day Quaddy, starting in the first leg, um, in no particular order, uh, which is race six. I've got number 15 in secret, number one, Jacano. Number six, Bunos Notches. Number 14, Cool and Gatter. And number four, Lofty Strike. In the Derby, I've gone, which is race seven, I've gone number one, Sharp and Smart. Number two, Berkeley Square. Number 13, Distrustful Award. And number six, Grand Piero. No interest in Mr. Maestro, that's the one we didn't touch nah, on. No, I'm going to let it runs, un- might run the trip. Going to let it under my guard here. Um, in the third leg, which is race eight, number 14, La Creek. Number two, Nimali. Number seven, Palasapan. Number four, Kiku. And in the last race, race nine, number two, Asphora. Number eight, Najmati. Number 17, Shellstar. And number nine, A Very Fine Red. Lovely. For progroupracing.com.au, your best and value. My best and value. My best is race eight, number 14, La Creek. And Ooh. my value is race three, number six, Gravina. Race nine, number two is my best, Asfura. She'll win the last. And race eight, number 12, Yearning. Uh, we'll give you a side at the price if uh, all things are equal and it handles the conditions. We head up to Rose Hill for what's left, the Golden Eagle Day. Uh, track's currently soft, but a beautiful day in Sydney. So we're going to get a good track tomorrow, which is exciting. The sun's out today. I don't know what the hell this card is. This is a midweek card with a $10 million race crowbar in at the end. Uh, so we'll see how we get through it. Uh, not as enthralled as I've been lately with Sydney cards. But anyway, we kick off uh, with the 24-horse highway. Is there anything you want to stamp here? Nothing I'll stamp. Um, the one I did like has been backed in overnight, King Gutho. Uh, still $5.50, so there's still plenty of value there. Third up here. Gets out to the 1,200 now, which I think will suit. And um, first two runs back have been pretty good. So I had hit on top with the main danger, number two, Ezekiel. Race two is a 1,200-metre Phillies and Mares benchmark 78. Where I'm with the two horses down the bottom of the weights here, the two Godolphin horses. Vavia does need a win this prep, but he's going well. The format of the last two races has been okay. Uh, we've seen Odette uh, win again on and win well at, on uh, Wednesday. And third horses run well at it as well. And Plimstock's second up out to 1,200 suits. I think they're going to... Be hard to beat here, Beaver. Yeah, I, I narrowed it down to two. I thought um, it's do or die, die day for Vavia, mm-hmm. so I thought it would be hard to beat. But I thought the main danger was number nine, Famuka. 
Okay. Um, thought it could run well. I thought its first up run um, at Eagle Farm was pretty good. Beat a decent field there and uh, had trialled okay prior to that. And in its last preparation, um, ran some okay races even down south. So I think it can run well. The one at a big price I didn't mention is Divine Breath coming here. No trial. Uh, competed in some okay stuff last prep. I don't think this is a strong race, but in his 20s, more to the point. Uh, benchmark 78, 1,500 metres for the three- and four-year-olds comes up next where all things being equal, Waterford should win this, shouldn't it? I would thought so. This is um, pretty average field for, for what it's been up against. And um, last run wasn't as bad as it looks on paper. It was mm. behind uh, Valana, who's flying, um, and the stable has a huge wrap on the horse, and it got well out of its ground in a day that was hard to make ground, um, but still did. Uh, this just looks too good for these. Yep, and main danger of the Lock Eagle, you can make the same argument for, just got too far back and blah, blah, blah. Race four is the 1900 metre benchmark 78. Thoughts on this one? Yuck. Yep. Um, <laughs> so that's my first thought. Um, and then my second thought is if I'm having a bet um, and forced to have a tip, I'll go for Ting Tong. Okay. I just thought it was um, third up here. Uh, won well at Canterbury last start. Uh, seems to be improving. Um my concern is maybe it's just a wet tracker. Yeah. Um, pink Ivory on top for me. Pulled up with issues last time. Before that was going well. I think back to dry is the key as well. Inside gate will run well. And I think main stage has to be a bet here. It's going to be out rolling in front. And as, as you know what you're going to get in a race of uh, some question marks. You know where it's going to be and what you're going to get. And it's $18 right now. So um, second pick, hammer on. I don't know what to do with it. So... It's got to be a chance, and we'll get the right run, but perhaps not the horse we thought it was a, a couple of months ago. Race five, benchmark 78 again over the 1,100 metres this time. I've got Mars Mission on top. I think the dry track is a big advantage here. Just didn't quite quicken like it had in the trial over 1,100 metres. I think, uh, yeah, dry track, claim down in weight. It's going to be hard to beat, uh, and, well, the market reflects that. Uh, dangers away from it, uh, obviously winning verse. And uh, I think that a horse like Miss J Fox is going well. Tick over trial. Uh, back on top of the ground is very honest uh, and perhaps over the odds at you know, 25 bucks. What have you thought of this one? Yeah, I come down to two. I thought Mars Mission, you're right, gets the three kilo claim here, gets nicely in at the weights and the drier track's certainly going to um, help it. Um, I thought the main danger was the three, Delexo. Uh, resuming. Um, if it starts here, uh, it can run a nice race and goes well fresh um, as well. But uh, giving six kilos to the other um, might present a problem, but uh, it can run well. The Rose Hill Gold Cup over the 2,000 metres comes up next and quality time is absolutely flying. Uh, stayer on the up, it gets the inside gate for Tommy Berry. will be close enough in the run and I think it's going to be very hard to beat here and... Still an okay price and probably has to be in a field of this depth. Honey Creeper was good last time. as Both runs will be good, actually, and we'll keep improving out to a distance. And um, I think Pinarello, maybe it's time to do something, if it is going to, back onto the dry. Didn't quite know how to line up the French horse. I suppose it's got to be a chance in this race. What did um, what did you make of this? Yeah, really, really difficult field to line up here. Um, as you say, quality time looks to be the pick just given it's going so well, it's Walla, it's drawn well and it's, you know, well in at the weights. Um, but you can make a case for a lot of horses. I thought Stockman was very good last start, um, really liked that win. 
but it is carrying 59 and a half here, so it's got to give some okay horses a bit of weight. Um, but it has some quality about it in gate 13, so it's just key as to where it gets in the run. It had the perfect run last start, um, and everything's set up perfectly. So if if it can get across and get into the right spot, it can certainly figure in the in the finish here. So I had a hit as as a main danger. Um, that's it. Okay. The Nature's Trip Stakes 1,300 metres is up next for what's about $3 million. Uh What about what about Frankie Dottori here? He's come out here and Chris Waller's put him on Colding and Yonkers. Like, what a what a treat for, for Frankie. <laughs> uh, he is on a, one of the imports in the, the big race. But, yeah, the uh, Nature's Trip. I am at the price. Well, I was surprised by the price, but I think Private Eye is absolutely flying. I'm going to back it again. It's $5.50. It's an each-way price still and has to run well here. It was a great run last time um, after it bolted in first up. Uh, so I'm sticking with it uh, from uh, – what am I saying? I guess uh, I guess the favourite's got to run well. Lost him running. Did miss, did have an issue. Trialled since was fine. But um, I just think I'm going to stick sold here with Private Eye. Anything else you want to talk about? No, not really. You? Yeah, I'm going Marzu. Um like the last two runs, and I thought it was uh, great in the Everest as well. Um, got back in the field, hit the line very well. Uh, I think it'll be a little bit closer here, and I think the the one gate suits. I think it can jump um, pretty much on the pace and sit right behind the pace here. I'm guessing Eduardo's going to speed across, and Mazu might be right on the back here, um, getting the getting all the favours, getting trapped in, while horses like Private Eye. Um, and Co have had to be snagged back to the back. So I'm just hoping that luck in running, Mazu can sit right on the back and uh, get the break when it's needed and be too hard to run down. Beautiful. The feature is the $10 million Golden Eagle for the four-year-olds over 1,500 metres. At least it's a good field. Uh, it is a good field. Beaver, who have you got on top? Great for Really like some of the horses that, that have come here to, to run well in this. Um you know, there's 10 really good chances. I've gone for I Wish I Win. Mm -hmm. um, just thought uh, this race might set up better for it. Um, I wasn't disappointed in the last run. Uh, got way back out of its ground at Caulfield where it was just impossible to, to make ground under those conditions. Um, and I thought it still hit the line uh, reasonably well. Tuvalu is a good horse and um, had the right run in that. Uh, gate 12 here I don't see as a, as a problem. I think it's going to go back. It will get running and it, it'll be one finishing off really hard here. Main danger, Chain of Lightning. The two is a is a perfect draw for it. Um, again, it can sit wherever it wants here and it's flying at the moment. Uh, 1,500. Um, be a test, at, at, but it's, it is Rose Hill, not Ranwick. So I think it can, it can run well. And then there's obviously a heap of other horses that can run well down in the in the market. Um, Cardinal Gems flying, Van Gogh can produce a good run, um, but no, I've got the other two. Valana smashed him last start. And Valana, yes, it did. Smashed him last start. Nash is sticks in a $10 million race, and um, it's $19 right now what I'm looking at here, so I'll be backing it. Um, pretty simple. Uh, I, it's a good horse, and uh, it will run well. But maybe wants to sting out, but... Uh, Gate 22, not a concern. I'll find somewhere in a big field. Probably good to be out there in these sort of big, big fields at um, Rose Hill. Uh, from I wish I win, you've covered it off well. I agree for everything you said there, and again, nice price. And I've got a few others that go in the quaddy. Um, obviously, scared of the Europeans, but how do you line them up? Uh, 
you don't, I guess. For yeah, me, I'll just take back the others each way, yeah. and uh, if they knock me off, they knock me off. The stable got to be wrap on Valana, they, they, so. uh, they reckon this light infantry is the best. Markeeps is talking it up. But, um, yeah, the stable does have a big wrap on Valana, and so do I. So I'm happy. Uh, all the ones you mentioned down the bottom ago are my quaddy, your jimmies and cardinal gems. Well, it's really hard with horses like light infantry, right, because it's only had the five starts. And it's two and two. Um, and flown halfway around the world as a three-year-old. Flown halfway around the world. At, you know, and in those races, like, it hasn't been in the market. It's been 30, mm. 50s, whatever. So maybe it, is a, maybe it is a really, really good horse, but it's got to come to Australia, race a good field. Um, I feel like I, I just – you can trust the form of the stayers that fly out a bit more, like the season stayers, stayers. that come out more yeah. than this. And I don't know why. I just made that up, but I feel like I'm – in a race like well, this, we haven't to seen a lot of them. Yeah. We don't see a lot of them. Uh, I know Waterford's one, but it's had a f- two preps here. So yes. just getting off a plane and running, you just don't see. They don't come. And you and and they might be good, but you're taking twos, two to one. Yeah, that's $3 right. $3 to, to find out when you can take horses, you know, as you said, you're taking 20 to one for Lana, 10s to 15s, I wish I win. Chain of Lightning, you're probably going to get better than $6 on the day. Oh, look, like this is... A, I feel like this. I just be looking forward to jumping on Betfair and covering maybe even four or five horses and getting a result at a price. But anyway, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it is an exciting race. The midway. I don't know if this is any better. Benchmark sixty-eight, uh, half a million bucks. Where I've gone with, um, I'm sticking with Margoni. It's been going quite well in proper, um, proper benchmark eighty-eight and seventy-eight stuff. I know it's got a weight. I know it's got the weight here, but um, sixty-four kilos, mate. We've seen two win at sixty-four in the last couple of weeks. I'm fine with that. Stops uh, trains. It's six. They, they win five-kilometer races with eighty in the jumps. But anyway, yeah. I'm not too worried They're about. They're all slow horses. Yeah, but. that's true. <laughs> so are these. <laughs> if they're any good, they'd be in the Golden Eagle. Uh, from but the thing is, that I am scared of the up-and-comer Kiobi. Yep. It, it's been very good, lightly raced, and probably well is better than sixty-eight grade. So obvious, obvious danger. And I think a forgotten horse down the bottom here is uh, Scorched Land. It's, it's done some good stuff this prep and outside the market, a race like this, it fits well for you. So they'll go in when we get to it. We'll go in my quaddie as well. What have you What have you done here? Yeah, tricky one here. Um, I've gone for Kiobi. I think he can run really well here uh, around the $4 mark. Um, drawn well in on sort of the standard... 60 kilos, which is what most of them are in on here. And uh, this is a really open race, but uh, it looks to have the upside and got the best form for this. Yeah, you're worrying about 64. It's only five kilos over the minimum. Six. So what? Still a lot of weight. Fair enough. Here we can have a Big Mac for lunch. All right. the We wrap up with, what are we wrapping up with? The sprint race. Benchmark 78, 1300 metres, where I'm sticking with the the format of the midweeks, Democracy Manifest and Stromboli. Uh, track pattern will play a, play a role in which way I go, but uh, I think that form's good enough. Too far back last time was Democracy Manifest uh, and Stromboli's flying. All that form is good and I think fits into this, which is basically a Wednesday race. Arbitration, the other one that uh, will run well here. What have yeah, you done? Two clear picks for me. Um, actually, can chop out on this. Um you can back one and save on the other and, uh, you know, sort of 80-20 split. Um, the pricing is sets up nicely for that and they look to be the two main chances for me. I've gone for Democracy Manifest. Um, I do like the horse. Um, it's gone one five one five, so it's due to go one again <laughs> here. And uh, even though it was fifth last start, it was less than a length off the winner. Um, again, it wasn't at a Warwick Farm. It'll much 
prefer uh, the bigger. I think the dry is a, a key to it too. And, and a dry track. So, um, yeah, should be hard to beat in the last. Cool. The uh, quaddy at Rose Hill for Golden Eagle Day. I'm going to go first leg. One, Eduardo. Two, Private Eye. Three, Mazu. Seven, Lost and Running. Into three, In the Congo. Four, Valana. Five, I Wish I Win. Six, Mr. Mozart. Eight, Military Expert. Twelve, Light Infantry. Thirteen, Well, well Wall. Sixteen, Chain of Lightning. And then the emergency, if they get a run, 21, 22, and 24. How many horses did you just name? Uh, I don't know. Nine? Two won't run, so that's fine. One Mahagoni, 10 Kaobi, and then a two down the bottom again, Scorchland and Timpanist. And we'll come home with Skinny up in the last. Democracy Manifest Arbitration, uh, so that's five, eight, and nine Stromboli. We got a nine grand one last week, so... Let's see if we can double down on that. Struggle to find a best, so I'm going to make best Valana. 19 bucks. There you go. Whoa. Let's have a Rip crack. In. And my value scorched land in the four pillars at the, whatever it was, 26 is there. Score was that number 22. Rip what in. have you done? My best bet is race three, number four, Waterford. Um, I think it'll be hard to beat. And my value bet comes up in race eight, number five, I wish I win. Beautiful. Good days punting, only in Queensland. I did have a few in Queensland. Uh, Farm. What have we got up there? Good track at the moment. Good track at the moment. Are you tipping a Mashani horse in the first? No, I'm oh. just going to let that go, mate. Too skinny. Um, <laughs> There's only 10 of them. <laughs> race to number five, Zavaboom. Around the $3 mm-hmm. mark. I think it can run well. Um, in the third race, number four, Bulu. Around $5. Can run well. Uh, in race five, number nine, Ange Powell uh, can win again around the $2.50 mark. And in the sixth race, number one, Yellow Brick, similar around the two fifty mark. Lovely. Good luck tomorrow. Good luck tomorrow, punters. Uh, check back in on YouTube and progetracing.com.au as well as Spotify for our Melbourne Cup thoughts and our thoughts for the entire card uh, on the, the first Tuesday in November. Until then, uh, take care and we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>